Hey nerds, Josh here, welcoming you to another episode of 30 and Nerdy. Today we will be discussing the streaming wars. But first, I wanted to remind you to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 30 and Nerdy Pod. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Check out our website, 30nerdypodcast.com, and send all your questions to 30nerdypod at gmail.com. Remember, that's 3-0. Enjoy the show. Yes. Guys. I know. I know. It's us. It's us, really. Thank you. Thank you. This is embarrassing. Stop. Okay, seriously. Hey, stop. Sit down. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast where everyone knows your name. Cheers to ya. Cheers to ya. I'm Josh. And I'm Tyler. And we are 30 and Nerdy. That's right, and on this edition of the show, we are going to be talking about Stream Wars. That's Mm. right. That's referring to the competition between streaming services such as Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, DC Universe. Yes, please don't forget it. I promise I won't. Uh, What's the best ones to have? What can't you miss? What can you go without? And what's to come? Mm -hmm. We are also going to take a look at some of the news in our nerd world. And a small recap of last week's episode, uh, with a little insight from our dear friend, your dear friend, maybe a little, might pay a little visit. Uh, also, bad news, people. A little bit of misfortune. Uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances, the Comic-Con that was going to be this weekend uh, has been postponed. It's Marble City Comic-Con. Yes. And it's not canceled. It's just postponed. It's gonna. It's still gonna happen. We mm-hmm. just are not one hundred percent sure when that will be. Yes, they have had some uh, misfortunes the past couple of weeks, and they have just. Uh, it was best for everything so that they could give the best event possible to the fans that they needed to postpone. Um, but we will definitely keep you updated when we are updated. So, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Well. It has been a minute because, full disclosure, um, we haven't done this in a bit because no. last week's episode was pre-recorded mm-hmm. uh, a lot earlier than what we normally uh, meet up to record. So it's been a minute, and it shows because, folks, it's taken us about seven <laughs> times to try to get the intro to the show down. So we are struggling tonight, but you know what? It's it's all uphill from here. Well, why, what, why don't you tell... The good listeners in podcast land, why you were gone for so long? Oh man, it's been a big week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, the daughter and the wife and myself took a trip with my mom uh, down to Florida uh, to visit our aunt that lives in in St. Petersburg, and we spent a couple of days at the beach, and we spent one day in the house of the mouse. We went to see Mickey uh, for one day. And enjoyed that. Then we came home, and I went camping for a couple of days. So my allergies really appreciated mm-hmm. that. And then uh, we have a new member of the family. Mm-hmm. After years and years and years of begging, I finally got 
A dog. I finally got a little dog. We have a little golden retriever named Jack. His middle name is Walter. He's named after, uh, I don't know, Jack Sparrow, Jack Skellington. I've been calling him Jack-Jack, though, like Jack-Jack on The Incredibles. Shocker. Oh, yeah. And then Walter, like Walt, you know, the man. So, it's great. Oh, he's sitting right here. He is, and he is awesome. He's going to be our new little mascot for the show, I think. Um, So, while you were down in Disney, did they give you some more Kool-Aid to drink? Yeah, and it was (laughs) delicious. Have some, won't you? Oh, one no, of no, us. No. One of us. <laughs> Deep down, you are one of us. But this is the way. I, this is the way I picture it. Okay, to be honest, like you've you you know the Mad Hatter in the DC universe, Batman's Mad Hatter. You know how when he puts hats on people, he can control their mind. I picture it reversed, where like if they're putting the mouse ears on people, there's a chip in there subconsciously controlling them. To be all Disney all the time. You figured it all out. Oh yeah. Now they're after me. <laughs> they're going to be coming to get me soon. So how about you? What's What's been going on with you? Uh, well, it's been kind of a roller coaster. Um, as you know, uh, my Josh, my mom was the high school principal up in uh, uh, Eastern Kentucky uh, for the past three years. Nice. And it was great, but she is ready for the next adventure. Uh, So we spent the last two or three days moving her out of there and back home for a little bit. And uh, looks like Georgia could be her next adventure. Mm. So, uh, which is, you know, it's going to be nice. You know, Mm -hmm. not far from Atlanta. And uh, so it's been busy. Mm-hmm. A lot of heavy lifting. But it's all done now, right? It's all done. And everything everybody is back. To, uh, everybody got to just chill and relax by the pool. Yesterday, yes. Yeah. Uh, we, we got to chill by the pool and have a, a Memorial Day celebration. Uh, the older brother and his family came down. And uh, it, it's been fun. It's been a little stressful, but we did get to top it off with some pool time. So, nice. pretty excited. It was, it was well, nice. Man, what do you say we get the ball rolling and get this get this road on the show? Yeah, we'll get the road on the show. All right, so first off, I'm going to hand it over to you for Nerd News. Nerd News. That's right. And there's a lot of it, huh? Yeah, there is. Um, well, first off, uh, have you caught up with The Flash yet? No, but no. it's speaking of Stream Wars... Uh, it it's it's on Netflix now, so just I'm gonna binge that over the next few days. I'll yep. be ready to make some comments next time. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll discuss it next I'll time. I'll probably finish it in a week. It was a pro- it was a pretty wild finale, man. Pretty I wild. love the Flash, so and really it did excited. hint towards Crisis on Infinite Earth, so right. it's gonna be huge. Um, and that is going to bring in our newest member of the DC Television Universe, the Arrowverse, as they called it, because you know Arrow started it out. Sure. Um, Batwoman. Interesting. It is. It's a very interesting choice. I haven't seen the the trailer just yet. I I kind of saw a little bit of it, but it was on mute on my phone, yeah. and I wasn't able to watch it uh, completely at that moment. And I never went back to watch it, but I noticed that Batwoman appears to be the gal that was in Orange is the New Black. Yes, uh, Ruby. Ruby Rose. Okay. Um, I think she'll be great. Yeah. Uh, she did show up a little bit as Batwoman. Uh, in the last crossover, and uh, I think it's going to be exciting, you know, um, because if you 
the little bit we know about Batwoman is she showed up in Bad Blood, the animated movie, and she was just really paying homage to Batman and doing her own thing. But it seems that this one is going to be more of... They're changing the mythos into his cousin. Okay. She's his cousin. He's vanished. He's been gone for years. She finds out his secret and takes up the mantle, basically. Right. Um, and by the looks of it, man, I, I'm, I'm excited. Hey, uh, uh, speaking of bats, there was some other news uh, that I, I saw this week. Do you want to talk about that? Mm. No, I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. I yeah, mean, you yeah, look yeah. like you look like you want to say something. No. I think you do. Hey, why don't you just let everybody know this is the this is what this is for. This is like our nerd therapy. Tell us what's on your mind about the news about the possible mm. casting of Batman. I want to know. Okay. Here's the thing. Just because he played a freaking vampire does not mean now he needs to play a bat. And I understand. I have friends out there who are like, but he got so much better at acting. I don't care. He'll forever be known as Edward. Robert Pattinson is the ultimate frontrunner. Like, apparently we're within weeks of getting a contract signed. For to be the new Bruce Wayne hyphen Batman in the film universe. Now, if and in all honesty, look, I mean, I'm not going to act like I have an entire testimony about this thing typed up on my phone <laughs> on no. why this is a problem. <laughs> Thinking about it, it's actually fairly predictable. Batman has rarely been cast well. Keaton was an odd choice that actually worked. But, come on. Kilmer, Clooney, and even Batfleck. I didn't hate him, but I've never really loved Ben Affleck's acting. Pattinson's just the latest in a long line of bad casting. Sure, Bruce needs to have some chops as an actor to show conflict, love, hate, sadness, betrayal, purpose... I could act well enough to portray all those, but I wouldn't be casted because there's a look, a feel, a science to casting, a live-action superhero. You have source material, a fandom that you do not want to piss off, which DC's been doing a lot of lately. But Doughy Eyes is not Batman. Do I want him to prove me wrong? Absolutely. Rob, if you're listening, please... Prove me wrong. I'm sure he is. Oh, of course he is. Do I... However, I believe there are too many good casting choices that were passed up. And here are mine. Um, well, I do think that he could be maybe a Jason Todd. I could see him as a Jason Todd. Okay. Um, I could see him as... Uh, Hal Jordan, maybe. I don't know a lot about Hal. He's not my favorite lantern. But, I mean, I'll just throw out a few names. John Hamm would have been a better choice. Jensen Ackles would have been a better choice. He would have been a great choice. He'd have been a fantastic choice. Mm -hmm. And with Supernatural ending, it was the perfect time to get him. Mm -hmm. 
I would have been a better choice. This new dog that you just got would have been a better choice. Jack. Jack would have been a better choice. Kit Harrington. I mean, come on. Anybody could have been a better choice. I've seen him in a couple of other things since the Twilight Saga. Sure, he can act. But there's just... There's something that has to be there. Look at how many failed casting we've had. Not just in DC, but in Marvel as well. I mean, there's hits and there's misses. And I truly feel... And and here's the thing. I'm a bat snob. I really am. I'm very hard to impress when it comes to Batman. I've never been truly impressed and overwhelmingly love a bat cast since Kevin Conroy voiced the cartoon and the video games. That's the best Batman in my eyes. DC, listen. I know you're listening. I'm a DC guy, and you have been pissing me off more than anything lately. You are the reason Marvel's kicking our butts. Your casting choices. What's next is, what's her face? I can't act my way out of the paper bag. Gonna be Catwoman? What's her name? Played Bella? Kristen Stewart? Sure. Oh. Kristen Stewart, is yeah. she going to be Catwoman? Oh. Is 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 the other one uh, going to be Robin? Is this just going to be a big reunion? Oh. I mean, I, I don't want to spend all time on this. We'll discuss it at a later date as we get closer. Maybe we can see when we start. Because this isn't coming out until like 2020. So, sure. I'm a little pissed off. And I understand there are people out there defending him. I mean, you defended Batfleck to me. I wasn't entirely wrong. You weren't entirely wrong. But this is awful, and I'm a little pissed off about it. But I'm going to leave it there. Do you feel feel better? I feel a little little better. So, just a little. Just because he was in Twilight, though, man, doesn't mean that he's... You don't know. I mean, what if he what if he blows you away? What if he's the best Batman ever? I'll publicly apologize to him. Yeah? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. You know, I always try to look on the bright side. I'm not seeing this one, you know? I, I just don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe it. You never know, though. Huh. You never know. I mean, I feel like he's going to have a lot of what the kids today called chasing gains. He's going to have to beef up to be hey, Batman. Uh, Chris Pratt did it. To be Star Lord, yeah, yeah, he, you know, he he went from being Andy in Parks and Rec to Star Lord, so maybe. Well, so since we just you know went to such a negative place, let's talk about some great things, okay. and and that is that the masterpiece, the biggest movie of all time. That's right, the Avengers Endgame. We did it. We did it. We did it. We have surpassed Avatar. Endgame is the number one greatest movie of all time. I'm sorry. I think it's the greatest movie of all time. But it's definitely the biggest movie of all time. It is now at a record $2.6 billion, people. And we're in week four? Something like that. And I still haven't gone to see it a second time, but I'm I'm waiting. So they're going to at least get ten more bucks out of me. Yeah. Um, and it's just fantastic. It's like I said on the last cast. Cameron was talking some mad trash. And we beat him. You know what would be great? If we could get like a 
like a bumper sticker <laughs> that said, suck it, Avatar. <laughs> do you know any way that we could do something like that? How, how could I do that? I, I, I have... Can you help me? Absolutely I can. I can help you out. See, I have this friend, and I gotta say, he's he's a fantastic guy. His name's Zach, alright? And he is actually a sponsor of our show! He's already made us some really cool swag, uh, which you're representing right now. We've got our own t-shirt, we've got hats now, we've got all kinds of cool stuff. I know, we've got hats, we've got shirts, and he can do everything. He has hats, shirts, lanyards... Coffee mugs, uh, pop sockets for your phone, um, pretty much anything that you can customize, he's going to get customized for you. And all you have to do is tell him 30 and Nerdy sent you. But if you are not in Morristown, I'm going to give you his contact info. So get a pen and paper out and take this down. He is at 21 Zero three Morningside Drive. That's in Morristown, Tennessee. Also, you can call him. He's at 423-586-3270. And like I said, if you're out of town, you can get onto their website, order and customize from the website. It's very easy. It's advertising-expressions.com. Tell them 30 and Nerdy sent you and Zach will get you taken care of. All right, so thanks for that, Zach. So, to recap, last week and the week before, we had our big discussion about... What What, what did we talk about? Oh, gosh. I just... I've forgotten. Can you uh, remind me? Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Also known as... The Avengers. That's right. Last time, I promise, I'm just still so jazzed about it. But we did talk about Avengers, and it was a great talk. Oh, it was. It took but two episodes. You insisted that we recap, and I'm not really sure why. Well, here's the thing. We are all about equality and giving an opportunity for someone to speak their mind. Apparently, Josh, our two podcasts on Avengers did not leave our friend Logan in a good light. It made him look as if he was a hateful old man and he had a few words to say about it. Well, who cares about that? Well, you know, I know you don't. You know, typical Hill Josh, he doesn't care. But I I may have said, listen, we'll give you a chance. Send in your rebuttal and maybe we'll let the people hear you out. Well, it can only go downhill from here, folks. Here we go. Love the pod, guys. The show is great, although I do have some thoughts, two thoughts, about the pod. I'm not Razor Ramon. I'm not the bad guy here, Chica. I see things that the average too excited fan might miss because they're too hyped up and they don't pay attention to detail, unlike that of Disney. Right, buddy? Sometimes it's major. Sometimes it's small things. But the people, they go blind. In this case, our convo was if anything was wrong with the Avengers, what would you pick out? My two little things, keyword being little hiccups here in Avengers, were the overuse of Fat Thor's comedy and the lack of Hulk story arc. Let's break it down. 
Number one, I didn't hate Fat Thor by any stretch of the imagination. When he was introduced, I laughed. It was funny. In high school, that was pretty much my life, playing video games with the boys, chilling, and owning people like New Master 69. My only gripe with this is that Marvel overused the comedy sometimes in situations that just doesn't really need it. It's not necessary. Like Cap's funny, Iron Man's funny, Drax is funny, Star-Lord is funny, Ant-Man is funny, Spider-Man is funny, Hulk is funny, Thor is already funny, and now he's fat, and that kind of makes him funny too. I don't have a crazy issue with it. I laughed a lot, and you get to see Hemsworth still is a really great post and pre-abs as an actor, but him being a fat suit the whole time took away from some moments that didn't really need it. The one that sticks out to me was when he was back or went back in time and he spot his mom spotted him right off the bat and at the end of their heartwarming pep talk she said and for god's sakes eat a salad something along something along the lines of that my opinion it didn't really need to end on a silly note i just wish he went into the next scene pumped and ready knowing he's still worthy knowing he was the god he needed to be like i said it wasn't a deal breaker but i just don't think it was needed all the way through the end. Again, very, very small. Second, Josh and I spat all the time because he's a suit. I actually operate with feelings. I kid. But seriously, the Hulk. Did I like Professor Hulk? Yeah, I did. Do I like Ruffalo as Hulk? Yeah, I do. Going back to pre-MCU, the Hulk was arguably one of the most popular heroes in Marvel. Cap, Iron Man, and Thor... We're never really anybody's top three. You heard about X-Men, Spider-Man, the Hulk, and honestly a lot of different people than you see now, which I'm not hating. You ask now, it's probably going to be Iron Man, hands down. But I've always loved the Hulk. Everyone battles with demons. Everyone has that anger inside, and that's relatable to see like that rage in comics and animated series, not really like past movies, but in a lot of cool places. To me... Personally, I feel like the Hulk peaked in Avengers 1, had a great spike in Thor Ragnarok and Infinity Wars, and the end game, he's been kind of blah. He didn't really do anything in Infinity Wars, but get Mike Tyson in like five seconds in the end game for me. Uh, as Hulk fan, first was just left kind of unsatisfying. Josh would argue he got the snap, but bringing people back, and then yeah, that was okay, but. I'm tired of Hulk getting like punked in the biggest hero movies ever. First, you find there's no redemption arc with Thanos because he's stuck under a building the whole time. He gets punked by Monk Lady the first time he shows any bit of action in Endgame. Uh, the biggest battle, like in the comics, is Hulk with himself. And they like explain that as, in the last five years, we worked it out. As a Hulk fan, I just kind of wanted more. Did it take away from the movie or the story? Absolutely not. It was perfect and beautiful. Would have it added to the movie? Probably not. But like, just deep, deep down, I wanted more. He didn't even have a solo smash action shot in the last battle. I want Hulk smash. Josh will say, blah, 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 evolve. Blah, 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 snap. Blah, blah, blah. I've got a good new Disney suit of happiness from the mouse. I say... It took all the Avengers to bring down the Hulk once in other comic material. And it took everyone to take down Thanos in this adaptation. Coincidence? I think not. 
But the 30 and nerdy boys calm me down. As always, I've been Logan. You've been beautiful. And Josh, you've been a melted tub of ice cream. (laughs) By the look on your face, it looks like you want to say something now. Do you have something on your chest you'd like to get off? Uh, Here's what I have to say. (laughs) I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. And I think this show was a lot better before we let uh, jokers like Logan Roach onto our our show. So, (laughs) thanks for nothing, Logan. You're the worst. Can we proceed, please? Okay. So, why did he call you a suit? Okay, they call me a suit because they say I'm a company man because I support the companies I like and big conglomerates and franchises like... You know, Disney, they give me a hard time about it. But you know what? I don't care because I know quality and I like quality. So call me a suit all you want. I don't <laughs> care. You know, he talked, he had a little phrase about um, people seeing it as a nerd and missing the details or missing the, you know, they've got their, and, and I created a word for it, your nerd word. For this episode, I believe he's describing something called nerd goggles. And what that is is basically... What that is is nonsense. Okay. This is my nerd word. Basically, it is the judgment impairment due to being excited for and enjoying something due to your nerd love for that particular thing. I'll use it in a sentence. I enjoyed The Last Jedi until I took off my nerd goggles... And realized all the issues. Sweet Lord. <laughs> okay. Here's... Okay. Look. <laughs> Why are we nerds? Why are we nerds? Because we love nerdy things. Mm-hmm. So sure, we have nerd goggles. But that's the point. We love it because it's the stuff we love. Logan's just miserable because he is uh, Captain Complaint and complains <laughs> about everything, no matter what, and he can't just enjoy it, and he wants to ruin it for me because I love it. Captain so, Complaint. Nitpickington. These are all his villain heel names. <laughs> his villain heel names. So. so y'all go to your corners. We'll save this for a later date. Let's get into why we're here. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Uh huh. That's right. We are talking about the Stream Wars. What does that even mean? Well, Josh, I believe we are discussing the the battle, the the race, the competition that has been bred through all of the streaming services that have come up in the past oh i don't know decade there's so many and it's it's only growing uh here in in the coming future and it's kind of crazy that we've lived through so many different uh stages i, I guess you might say eras in in the ways we consume entertainment yeah because when we were kids of course there was cable and satellite and and actually back where I grew up until I was about six or seven, we didn't have that. We just had the antenna. Rabbit ears. Yeah, we did that yeah. for a while because we're out in, we were out in the sticks. <laughs> so then we got the satellite. 
and then mm-hmm. you know things have changed a lot since then and now a mm-hmm. lot of people don't have cable and satellite people use just streaming yeah. services yeah so absolutely things are changing and i think that as we you know progress into the future we're going to see a lot more of that to the point where possibly one day in the near future cable will be completely obsolete you think i think it's ve- i think it's very near yeah. i think it's a lot closer than it is distant because i mean think about it the ease of access that these streaming services give us as opposed to basic cable and not even just basic cable but even things like direct tv and xfinity and stuff like that it's kicking its butt you are seeing subscriptions rise and buying these packages and satellites decrease exponentially but as we like to do you know as you especially you you got to make your pros and cons list because i love the details Mm -hmm. do you hear that the details it's all in some people say the deets i say the tails so good lord <laughs> but that's right i've i've done a little bit of research here and uh you know have have a few talking points on several of the major streaming services we're going to talk about the good things about them um possibly the negatives if there are any and what problems we're going to see as there are so many different services to choose from in the future. So we'll get to all that. Let's start with the granddaddy of them all. And that is Netflix. Now Netflix, according to my research, was founded in 1997. And do you remember this, Tyler? It started out as just a DVD rental company. Yes. You could, you know, like go online or however it worked. I never did it, but... You mm-hmm. could choose a movie or two a month. They would send it to you. You keep it for a few days, watch it, put it in the mail, and send it back. Yeah. And then, as we all know, Netflix was kind of the the front runner in this this whole idea of streaming television shows. Yes. And I remember being in my college dorm and subscribing to Netflix for the first time, and I was amazed that it had all this cool stuff like the Power Rangers. And the Mighty King Morphin. Of, exactly. Uh, King of the Hill was on there originally and yes. all this stuff. And we got to the point where we saw everything there was to see on Netflix. We didn't need it anymore. We canceled it. Mm-hmm. Then Netflix started to grow more and more. They added all their own content, which there's more than you could ever watch. I've got things yeah. saved on my wish list that I'll probably never watch. But oh, yeah. There's so many Netflix original uh productions that they yeah. have on there like stranger things exactly Netflix original exactly um that movie the bird box which mm-hmm. was fantastic orange is the new black yes um and you know netflix i truly believe what netflix started out as that dvd rental thing i think it killed blockbuster yes it was the sure. blockbuster killer agreed and 90s kids at first were upset and then we saw the easy the easy way out so get this as of april uh, just last month of this year, Netflix has over 148 million paid subscriptions worldwide, including 60 million just here in the United States, and over 154 million subscriptions total, including free trials, because they give you like a month for free, yeah. like like most services do. Um, and right now they have $15.794 billion in revenue. Good Lord. Right? For a streaming service. Right. So, you do you have a subscription to Netflix? I do. And I do as well. How often do you use it? <laughs> Every day. 
You do? Yeah. Really? What do you watch? Um, I usually go to sleep to the office. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, I also use it to, like, um, I will definitely use it to the films that are on it in the MCU is I have to catch my girlfriend Madison up before she's allowed to not just see Endgame. Like, she hasn't even listened to our last two casts because, because it would spoil Endgame for her. So... You know, the movies that I don't own, I know they're on Netflix. So I can just bring up the app well, you and know, catch up there. As a Marvel guy mm-hmm. and a Disney supporter, mm-hmm. I own all of the Marvel movies. So you can just come over here and get what you need. I could. And you can just cancel Netflix and save your $15 a month. Yeah. Because they went up, right? They did go up. And, and I think that they will regret that in the very near future. I do too. And, but we'll get to that. We'll get there. Um, I the can't thing, wait for that. The thing about it is, is the reason I keep Netflix is because of things like Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I would, if I were to give it up now, I'd miss season three. Right. Unless you do what I know. Also, those statistics are paying customers, right? Right. How many people do you know though that share? Naughty, naughty. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's like the good old days of burning music off of LimeWire yeah. and Kazaa. It's it's people share. You know, like I have my Netflix account, but so does my mom, who logs into it wherever she is. My brother, who logs into it from New York, and my sister, who logs into it from England. And now so, Netflix knows that, and they're going to. Now they know account. it, and they're going to come after me. Um, so you don't share. I, I, I don't. Really? I don't. I mean, I have before. Yeah. I will with yeah. certain people, I guess. But yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, and you're trying to watch something and somebody else is trying to watch it and it gets all... Yeah. If it know, goes past the two screen yeah. split, you're, you're kicked out. And that's annoying. It is annoying. So, uh, but you know, I don't use Netflix much. Like you said, The Office. But, you know, what's funny is I own every season of The Office on DVD. They've not been used in years mm-hmm. because I have Netflix. So I think I'm going to see last season of Orange is the New Black. Okay. I'm going to see Stranger Things season 3 and try to catch up on some other things on there that I've been wanting to see. Like The Flash. Like The Flash. That's going to be done in like a week, I promise. I'm probably going to cancel Netflix. Wow. I just don't need it. Yeah. Wow. I think I'm done with it. Because there are bigger and better things Coming on the horizon. The yeah, that's right. Yeah. So let's move on to the next big streaming service, and that would be Hulu. Um, Hulu uh, was started in 2007, and they, that's right, they are owned by Disney. Uh, and also Comcast, just Disney has uh, more ownership and more say Exclusive in rights. the... Yes. Um, so, but they've actually... Always owned a big portion of the company, I found out. It wasn't just recently that they sort of... Recently was, was them stepping to the forefront. Well, they bought out someone else's share. That's that's why they got more power within the company. No, shocker. Disney bought something. Hey, when you can do it, you should. Uh, so they have 28 million, mostly in the U.S., uh, users on Hulu. They have about a billion dollars in revenue, which... If you remember what I said about Netflix, uh, over $15 billion, that's quite a big difference. Huge difference. They do offer options to add live TV packages, premium packages like Stars and HBO and all that. Uh, full disclosure, I do have Hulu, and I do have the HBO account 
because of you know Game Game of Thrones yeah. and all that stuff. And there was a really cool. But what are you going to do now? Well, right cancel now, cancel the gonna, HBO. Right now, I'm going to keep it. I think really because I'm still watching. I'm still rewatching Game of Thrones. Okay. There's this really really good uh, Andre the Giant documentary that's Ooh. on there, but I think they just put it on the WWE Network. So. I mean, another streaming service. Um, exactly, <laughs> which we'll get there too. Um, so there's there's a lot of good things on Hulu. What I love about Hulu is that if I have a show that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. on most networks, not all, um, and I miss it, I can catch up on it the next day. Yeah, you know. Um, so I really love Hulu, and they have a lot of older shows on there too to choose from. They we mentioned King of the Hill earlier. It used to be on Netflix. Family Guy. That's on Hulu. I can catch up on Family Guy when I miss it, which I haven't done that in a while. Um, so there's lots of cool things on Hulu, and I love Hulu. I use it practically every day, a lot more than Netflix. Really? Really, really. So I'll be keeping that one, I think. Um, I use I use Hulu a lot less than uh, Netflix, definitely. Um, but we use it to catch up on... Th- well, I know my my mom and my sister use it to catch up on things like Grey's Anatomy right. uh, and stuff like that. And it's great because it's that next day thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have to work when Supernatural comes on that night, the next day it's on Hulu. Boom. You get to catch up. Mm-hmm. And not too long to where you're going to get, you know, spoiled or anything. You get to see it the next day. Statistically, you're not going to see spoilers within the few hours difference. So I do enjoy that about Hulu, but... I don't know. I think I use it less because because I don't watch a lot of what's on now. Aside from Supernatural, which I've been lucky to be able to catch it on its night, I don't watch a lot of what's on now. Um, because even though it's on right now, I use Netflix to to watch The Flash. This was the first season that I watched The Flash as it went. Other than that, I, that. Every, other than that, I use Netflix to catch up on it. I'll wait till the season comes out. That's what I do. Yeah, but this is the first season where I watched The Flash every night it, it aired. Um, so I don't use Hulu as much, but my my brother, my sister, my mom, they use it a lot. Right. Um, but I don't hate it. You know, I like it. I have it, and I'll keep it. Uh, moving on to the next. Uh, service on my list is Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. has uh, 100 million users, according to my research. $6.4 billion in revenue. Uh, however, this was a statistic from 2016. I couldn't find anything more recent than that. Uh, a Prime account, that that's including like the two-day shipping and yeah. all the other things that they offer, that's going to cost you 120 bucks a year or $9 monthly. Uh, but you don't have to have Amazon Prime to subscribe to Amazon Prime Video, which nope. is good. They have a lot of cool shows on there, like uh, The Marvelous Miss Ma- Mrs. Maisel, which actually won all sorts of awards. I've seen a little bit of it. Uh, I, I do intend to watch all of it because they hear really good things. Uh, the Tick, which yeah. I saw the first... Spoon! <laughs> right. <laughs> I saw like the first half of the first season. I'll probably watch that. And one day in the future, yes. they're doing a Lord of the Rings show, and you know I'm all in for that. Which so. will be countless episodes on this show. Oh, you best believe that. So We are a huge fan of the Rings. Yes. So do you use Amazon Prime Video? I do. I actually use it more than Hulu. Really? Um, if I'm not going to bed to the office, I'm going to bed to uh, 
for some reason, I don't know where it comes from, I don't know when it started, I like to go to bed sometimes to stand-up comedians. And not like today's stand-up comedians, like Louis Anderson, right. Louis Black, uh, Jim Gaffigan, and a lot of their specials are on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, I have it, but I don't I don't use it that much. Yeah. Uh, but D- D- Daniel Tiger is on there, I know that, and my daughter loves Daniel Tiger, so we use it for that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, Dan- I totally know. You don't know Daniel Tiger? Um, oh, man, Daniel Tiger is a PBS thing. Okay. And he is based on Mr. Rogers stuff. Really? Yeah, like he lives in the, the make-believe land. And that Rogers created. Yeah, and like wow. the Prince, the King Friday, and yeah, all of them yeah. are there. Oh yes. Yeah, and like the 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 setting is like the remember the clock house yeah, yeah. that the cat lived in or whatever yeah. that's in there. The wow. castle and everything. The little trolley drives around, and the lessons in each show are straight from the Mister Rogers lessons, like the songs and the poems that he did. They'll say the same thing, and there's always one lesson that they try to teach. Like wow. You know, Count to four when you're mad, and your parents will come back when they leave for the day, and things like that. Four? Yeah, It takes me 20 sometimes when I'm mad. (laughs) Me too. But anyway, that's cool. That's cool. I'm I'm looking forward to the Lord of the Rings stuff. Me too. Oh, man. So let's talk about PS View. Now, PS View uh, is a little different. It's sort of like an alternative to cable. Um, Mm -hmm. It's live Mm -hmm. TV. You can get different packages that contain different uh, different channels. There, as of now, there are seven hundred forty-five thousand users of that as of September two thousand eighteen. Actually, not currently. So I don't know what the current numbers are. I do have uh, a PS View account. I use it because of Monday Night Wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, the news, which is probably not a good thing because no. <laughs> it makes my blood pressure go crazy sometimes. <laughs> Uh, my daughter likes to watch the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, but I have a feeling that in the coming months, yes, I won't need PSP Probably for that. November, specifically. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, but I, I like PS View, and it's, it's, you have unlimited DVR, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. There's on demand and all that stuff, so I use it pretty frequently. Which, something like PS View could kill things like DirecTV. Absolutely. Easily. I like it a lot better. Um, the packages range from about $45 to $80 a month. I'm not sure which package that we use, but it had to be one that had, you know, like I said, wrestling and, oh, yeah. you know, Disney, the Disney Junior channel yeah. and stuff like that. And then my wife likes to watch, like, you know, the shows about the botched surgeries and, uh, yeah. like, these two plastic surgeon dudes are in L.A. and these people come in and they've they had fix these stuff. terrible plastic surgery yeah, and they fix it. disasters and they try to fix it mm-hmm. and it just grosses me out and like my 600 pound life and all these murder shows sometimes i wonder if she's trying to plan like <laughs> something if How something to bad happens it? to me you need to look into this because okay. she i'm just i'm totally kidding but she watches <laughs> these shows like snapped and all that and she loves that stuff you know fun fact i was in an episode of snapped oh yeah that's right and homicide hunter so and their ratings are out the roof. <laughs> and well, why they are they are now? I mean, they really <laughs> they were they were drowning. They've hit their peak at this point, and it's all thanks to you. But I talked to one of the directors when I was on the episode. And he said that um, 
their viewership is astronomically more women from 25 to 45 outweighs men like crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, I believe. I don't know why, but like women love these shows. And I was like, because they're planning. Yeah, and my wife's friends <laughs> like it too. And I'm like, why do you... Because they're, they're taking notes. Like, well, and then like if I'm away from home or something... Then she's, she's freaked all out. She's like, oh... Hurry home. I'm scared to be by myself. I'm like, well, then don't watch Ted Bundy movies, you know? Like, <laughs> what do you what do you think is going to happen? So, you need to watch Fern anyway. Gully or something. <laughs> Stop this watching. is why we watch The Office before bed. Exactly. So, All right. So let's move on to something that you know something about yes. that I don't know much about. And that's the DC Universe app. Tell, tell me all about it. absolutely love it. I just recently got it. And it's uh, you can get it for eight dollars a month, or the yearly plan is seventy five dollars. You can pay seventy five dollars up front once a year, and it comes with all of the DC exclusive television like uh, Doom Patrol and Titans, and not just that. Which I finished Titans today, and it's it's good. It's really good. It took me a second to get over some of the casting choices, but. It's a great show, and it not just has current stuff, it has all the old Justice League cartoons, it has all the Batman animated series, it has comics. You can read DC Comics on this app. Like if you've got your controller in your hand, you know, and you pick a comic that you want to read, and you just, with your toggle, flip the page. And it's fantastic, and they've got a shop. Like, you can buy shirts and mugs and stuff like that. And it's, it's really awesome. And you should definitely, if you're not subscribed and you're a fan of the DC Universe or just a nerd in general, check it out. It's worth every bit of it. That's awesome. I'll definitely do that. Now, this is this is just a short general overview of some of the major choices that you have. But there are also things like Twitch, Crackle. Uh, YouTube has a paid service that... They has they have their own original programming, yeah. I believe, right? Yeah, they do. Uh, CBS Access, which they're starting to pick up some steam. They've got some interesting things going, like some yes. Star Trek stuff. Yes. We found out they're doing a series on Picard uh-huh. uh, with Sir Patrick Stewart mm-hmm. coming back to play the character, probably for the last time. I would, so I think that's, I would hope. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna get a lot of attention, but none of... None of that matters, because the number one choice, the true granddaddy of them all, the thing that's going to change all of this, that's right, the Disney Plus streaming service. In just a few short months, you, that's right, you, and even you, sourpuss over there, (laughs) you can have access to the entire Disney library anytime, all of the Star Wars movies. All of the Marvel movies and Marvel original programming for the low, low price of, what, seven, eight bucks a month? Mm. Eight dollars a month, I think. But happiness, my friend, I'll say again, is priceless. And Disney brings happiness to everyone. I... Before I, I, I... I smack you down <laughs> like Mjolnir itself. Um, please uh, tell me, you know, some some pros to 
uh, these things, these these streaming services. You know, what are some pros you think? Well, the pros are there are lots of options, mm-hmm. like we've named so many, and they all have. Uh, well, most of them have their own original programming. Some are a lot better at doing that than others. Like Netflix has really yeah. done well with that, and they also did their Marvel shows. Um, yeah, you know th- those were pretty successful. They've got a pretty big library. Hulu, they're good on current things. Uh, a few older series are on there well, for you. There's a Letter Kenny. Well, that's, that's not a, a Hulu original. It's not a Hulu original. Uh, we'll talk about Letter Kenny another time, I'm sure. Uh, but Hulu original programming, eh, not not quite. You know, not they, that good. Yeah, they're not really getting the attention that Netflix is. No. So those are pros. Lots of different choices. Oh, no commercials. And no commercials, which everyone loves. The bad thing about it, though, is that there are so many, and there are so many different uh, broadcasting companies, I guess you'd say, that are trying to get into this streaming thing, that there's going to be so many that you're going to be limited. And everyone can't pay for 15 different streaming accounts. Well, and you, you bounce know. back and forth so damn gum much. Right. It's like... Um, which I've I went back and listened to our podcast, and I say "dad gum" in every one of them. That's just the more time coming out in me. <laughs> um, you really do. You catch yourself like, is it if if it's not on Netflix? Oh, let me check Hulu. If it's not on Hulu, oh, let me check Amazon. And but then I think that if you've bought five, six, or seven of these subscriptions, you're paying a cable bill, right? Basically, right. And well, eventually, if you keep it going, it could be. More than more that. than a cable bill, and and I'm and I'm sorry, I do it. I'm just as guilty as the rest of the world. But binging, I think, is a con. Yeah, I think that binging has caused us to be even more unhealthy as a nation. And in all honesty, it's almost taken away the excitement. I mean, remember when we were watching things like Batman the Animated Series and and Dragon Ball Z and things like that, and you had to wait. Till the next week. Well, man, the episode, it, the anticipation it, was it, beautiful too. Right, and even though people, for the most part, were unhappy with Game of Thrones, everyone was talking about it. You know, when we were at the beach uh, last Sunday night, the night that the series premiere aired, people at the restaurant we were at, they were talking about it. Everyone talks about it. The anticipation, it's huge, like you yeah. said. And then when you have shows where the whole season is available to you right then and there. You know, it goes by a lot quicker. It does. It's not the same. It's really not. Well, maybe, I mean, we're, maybe we're just old-fashioned. We could be. <laughs> but um, I, I think truly the only two cons is that it's going to build up into a list of what you own. And, you know, 15 plus 8 plus 8 plus this plus that. And it's going to eventually build up. And, and binging is, I think, unhealthy. But you know, you could probably just cancel all of your services and just keep Disney Plus. Because, like I said, man, Star Wars, Marvel, original shows that they're going to have. This Star Wars, uh, the Mandalorian series is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal, uh, he played uh, Oberyn in the, uh, sorry, the Game of Thrones. I wanted to say Lord of the Rings. Uh, he's going to be playing the lead in that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. All these Disney movies, Disney is tradition, man. Yeah. And now people get to share that tradition sure. with their children, the entire library. Okay, okay. Now what do you got to say Speaking about that? Speaking of Star Wars, I'm going to throw a metaphor at you. 
Disney, my friends, is the empire. They own everything. They're buying out everything. They're destroying solar systems of entertainment by buying it out and making it its own. The last resistance left, huddled up in their base on Hoth, is Warner Brothers in D.C. They're sitting there like the rebellion trying to save us from the I-buy-everything empire. Well, if they were better, they wouldn't have to fight so hard. So you would have been in the empire with that mentality. But the empire and was I would have been ruling the... Re- I'd have been leading the rebellion. Disney's not evil, man. That's an unfair not comparison. Yet. You know who else... You know who else had that, had that ability to control the masses? Hitler. Oh, good grief. I'm just saying, you know, take your ears off. Let the drool, you know, clean it off your lips... And look at the world around you and how it's all being sucked in to the house of mouse. If you can be the best, if you can be the best, why would you choose to be anything less? Please. And Disney, my friend, they are the best. They are the best. They are number one. I think we're going to have to do this the old-fashioned way. Oh, please. We could please, uh, we could honestly stay here for hours debating this. But these people have lives to live. So, I'm going to have to serve you. Oh. Yes, I'm going to have to serve you. You are cordially invited to next week's edition of Nerd Court. You wouldn't dare. No, I dare. I'm taking you to Nerd Court. Well, buddy, let me tell you, you better pack a lunch because <laughs> it's going to take all you got to take me down in nerd court. <laughs> so, on that, on that note, next week we will have our first ever edition of Nerd Court. <laughs> you yes. don't want to miss it. But we're also going to take some questions. So please... Over the next week, any questions you have, it's going to be assorted. It's not going to be a certain theme. If you have any questions about anything in the nerd culture, please send them to us at 30andnerdypod at gmail.com, and we will answer them next week. Or just hit us up on any of our social media accounts, and we would be glad to answer your questions. Absolutely. So, on that note, I am spent. The tank is empty. Yes. I've, we've given them all we got. We have. So I think it's time we uh, we head on down the road. What do you say? Hey, you know, buddy, I, I, I down the road to the beach. I'll go anywhere with you, my brother. Amen. I'll see you there. Until next time. Later, nerds.